Hello, my friend. Our friend Greg Lagamelli encouraged me to step up today and share another reflection with you, and so here I am. But you know, as I reflect and look out the window here at the mountain on this December, it doesn't look like Christmas. You might remember the song, and Brother Kevin and I sing it to each other frequently enough. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Thank you for all of you who think I sound like Bing Crosby. <laughs> but you know, that's really uh, the point. What, what does it look like when it's Christmas? What does it appear to be when we begin to celebrate the coming of Christ? This isn't just recognizing, oh, he's here. Or, yes, it's Christmas time. But to celebrate means to live out fully the presence of the current event. And that's what Advent is leading us to and asking us to know and experience already now. The nowness of the prophet Isaiah in chapter 40 is significant. He waxes poetic, people say. Scholars look at this passage as so significant because he both departs from the where he was speaking and now in a new form of language invites you and I to know that God is saying to us, comfort, give comfort to my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and proclaim to her that her service is at an end. Her guilt is expiated. Indeed, she has received from the hand of God double for all of her sins. A voice cries out to us in the desert, Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the wastelands and highways of our God, our lives for God. Every valley shall be filled in, and every mountain and hill shall be made low. The rugged land shall be made plain. And, and it, it's beautiful. It goes on and on. It talks about, in poetic language, the difficulties before us in our passage through the world and through life. There are hills, valleys, muddy roads. Today here at the mountain, it's not snow, it's muddy roads. And you know, and, and, and we wake today, and it's not funny, but it can be, <laughs> that we laugh and realize, oh my God, it's not the world I wanted. That's the world God calls us in today. He wants us in this world. In Isaiah, he continues, Go up on the high mountain, Zion, herald of glad tidings, and cry out at the top of your voice, Jerusalem, which is all of us, the ultimate reclaiming of all of the religious traditions, particularly of the book, Jewish, Muslim, Christian, as we've all been evolving and somewhat often separately and in terribly divisive ways, Jerusalem, herald of good news, fear not to cry out and say to the cities of Judah, here is your God. Here God comes with power. He feeds his flock his arms he gathers his lambs, he carries them in his bosom, leading ewes with care. Paul in the second reading talks to us and says, Do not ignore the fact, beloved, that the Lord, in the Lord, one day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years is like one day. We might pause there as I do. Maybe your recent days have felt like a thousand years just tiresome and drawn out and difficult. And then bursting in on us already with no shame and probably embarrassment is this God who's claiming through his prophet, I'm going to comfort you, which in the ancient English language, 1611, how do you like it for research, says <laughs> encouragement. 
I give you a new heart and courage. I enliven you. Comfort isn't just stillness. Uh, take another glass of wine. <laughs> you know, find something else to make you feel better. This is the joy of the Lord coming already. Advent's a joyful season. In its penance, it is to change our hearts and minds to receive the one who promises us not comfort for ourselves alone, but what comfort means to encourage us to live out the covenantal relationship. To hear God is here. That it is beginning to lock, look a lot like Christmas when we begin to celebrate the love and joy of the coming of the Lord. When a thousand and thousands of years of violence are broken up by one day, that is like a thousand years. Because it's gathered in by the God of hope and love and his own suffering for us. That's the full and complete walk. It's not easy, but it is complete. It's been lived out in fullness. We're not just remembering the Christ walk day by day, but by entering into Advent, into Christmas, we're already into the mystery of the dying and rising of Christ. At the end of the St. Paul's passage, beautiful letter, I'm sorry to the, the second letter of St. Peter. See, I'm so exciting, I'm misquoting the apostles. <laughs> he says, we await new heavens and a new earth in which the righteousness dwells. Therefore, beloved, since you await these things, be eager to be found without spot or blemish before God at peace. So there's this wonderful awakening that going on for us, and we hear it in Mark, if you wish to turn to it yourself. Maybe you've heard it already today. Mark 1, 1 to 8, picks up this prophetic call, prepare your way, prepare the way, make straight his paths. Basically means, uh, don't let a thousand years be the one day you're in. Don't let your troubles keep you away from being happy. Forget your troubles, come on, get happy. And then the reality of it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas if we look into the promise fulfilled for us in the coming of Jesus Christ here and now. It's not too early that we, like little children, might take our hands from our eyes and blink open not only to a Christmas tree, but to the abiding of the one who is peace for all of us. And that when Jerusalem, Gaza, Ukraine, our cities and our colleges, our homes need healing, we would hear not the stilling promise of comfort, but the rising promise of encouragement that we would find straight paths to each other's hearts and together with one another as women and men in this age delight in the light of Christ and bring the fire and freedom of God's love even, even in the beginning of Advent up to and through the completion of the coming of Christ in Christmas. My friends, blessings and joy and enjoyment. Um, forget your troubles. <laughs> Come on, get happy. And if it doesn't look like Christmas around you, what a great opportunity to look back into the Word of God, and you and I hear the promise of Christ's birth. Peace and all good for Greg Lacamelli and the Mountain Community and myself, Dan Riley. Let us be still 
and open our hearts to the quiet coming of the child of God. Let us be still and in awe, see and feel the fire of God's love, dancing as bare feet of good news on the mountaintops. Let us be still and breathe in the peace of Christ even now in an often breathless world. The breath and peace of Christ be yours. In the bleak midwinter, frosty wind made bone, stood hard as iron, water like a stone. Snow had softly fallen, snow on snow on snow.